everybody has a topic on the exam that they really just don't like. Whether it's hand therapy or psych or neuropeds, whatever it is, everybody's got a kryptonite. Well, I've got your secret weapon. If you're enjoying the podcast, I've been putting out video courses called 450 Formula. They're designed to make these giant, complex, difficult topics as simple and easy as possible, just like the podcast. You get all the big ideas, the foundational information, and you walk away with simple, easy mnemonics that make remembering everything a breeze. So if you're looking for a little extra help on those big, bad topics, or you just want to knock them all out together, then head over to 450formula.com and take a look. There's some free videos we can get a good feel for how it works. Check it out and get your 450. Hang in there. Ah, we're back. I know I do this a lot. I start out every episode like, oh man, it's taken forever since I did an episode. But in this case, it really is true. I apologize to anybody who's been waiting for this to come out live. Oh man, last little while has been crazy. I moved, had a lot of bunch of personal stuff going on. It, all that's boring. So the point is we are back and we've got an episode today. Today we'll be covering the Ashworth scale. We've got a great mnemonic, just like always. Uh, a quick reminder, there is a study guide, a PDF that goes along with this and every other episode. So if you haven't yet, head over to otexampreper.com, specifically otexampreper.com slash study guides, and that'll get you the easiest way to get those um, right in your inbox. If you are already subscribed, then check your inbox. It should be in there. You can always search for my email address, miles at otexampreper.com, and those should pop up right away. If you haven't already, be sure to check out the Facebook group, OT Exam Prepper Study Group on Facebook. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All right, here we go. So today we're going to start off just a little different. We're going to go 100% through the mnemonic first. And then once we've got that as something that we can remember pretty easily, then we're going to jump into what it really means. So today we're going to be learning about the Ashworth scale and the modified Ashworth scale. So what we're going to use to remember this is a little story and just a little, you know, mental thing about Ashworth the juggling clown. So there's this clown. He goes by the name Ashworth. He likes to juggle. Now, you sit down to chat with Ashworth. He's going to tell, teach you how to juggle. Um, and but the first thing he says is what you have to realize if you're going to be a juggling clown like me is that tone is very important. <laughs> and what he means by that is that a clown can be perceived to be a lot of things depending on the tone. So you don't want to be a sad clown. You don't want to be a scary clown. You want to be a happy clown. Um, you don't want to be Heath Ledger's Joker. You don't want to be Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. You definitely don't want to be Pennywise. So you got to keep in mind that tone is very important about being a clown. And then he gives you his guide to juggling. So what I want you to do is, if you've got a second, pause this if you need to, but just grab, you know, three or four little things. We're going to be learning how to juggle here. <laughs> Not for real, but just for the heck of it. Grab a few things. Don't do this if you're driving. Definitely don't do this if you're driving. So grab a few things. They should not be your phone. Don't include your phone in these. Uh, and we're going to teach you how to juggle. So Ashworth sits down with you and he's going to teach you how to juggle. He says, rule number one is that you got to catch. You have to catch these things. That's what juggling is, is throwing them and then catching them. Um, rule number one is to catch. Juggling, and then <laughs> here's the rest of his guide. Juggling two things is easy. So go ahead and give it a try. If you've got these things, you're not driving. One of them isn't your phone. 
you're going to have two things, one in each hand, and go ahead and just toss it up. You can just pass the other one left to right maybe, and then catch the other one, right? So just just keep doing that. Juggling juggling two things is relatively easy. You might drop it once or twice, but clearly right off the get-go, you can more or less do this. So juggling two things is easy. Then Ashford says, okay, juggling two things is easy. Juggling three things is hard. So now take three things and try to juggle them, you know, just like you see all the time at the circus or, or whatever. If you haven't practiced this before, it's it's hard. Like it's it's tricky to get this. It's not impossible. With practice, you could, you can do it. But juggling three things is hard. So give it a try. You know, you'll drop them. You can't really get very far, whatever. So he says, juggling three things is hard. Juggling four things is impossible. Ashworth has done this his whole career and he's never been able to figure out how to juggle four things. He claims it's impossible. So if you've got four things, give it a try. If you couldn't do three, you definitely can't do four. So that's, and then he says, that's it. That's my whole guide to juggling. (laughs) So, you know, debate whether you like about whether or not Ashworth is a good teacher of this stuff, but those are his rules, Ashworth's guide to juggling. So to review, the rule number one is to catch. Juggling two things is easy. Juggling three things is hard. Juggling four things is impossible. And that's it. So what did we just learn? (laughs) So again, the first thing that Ashworth told us was that tone is very important to being a clown. So the only reason we're remembering that in our heads is because the Ashworth scale is a measure of tone. So when we think Ashworth, we want to think tone. The Ashworth scale goes from zero to four, and it's a measurement of muscle tone. So what is tone? Tone is a hyperactive reflex response that's happening because the central nervous system, which would usually inhibit that response, is no longer functioning correctly. So those are some, let's break it down a little more simply. So what that is, is like, so let's say in the case of stroke, that's one of the most common uh, conditions that this would happen to, that tone would result in an adult. If it was kids, we might think about uh, cerebral palsy or some other condition like that. But for adults, let's think, let's think stroke. And um, specifically, you know, this can happen anywhere in the body. But uh, for the purpose of today, we're just going to focus in on one part of the body and then just do all of the kind of movements and like how we're thinking about this with that part of the body to keep it simple. So we're going to think about the elbow. Again, you can have tone in your hand, you can have tone in your leg, you can have tone anywhere. But we're going to think about the elbow. So typically tone presents in a flexion orientation. So over time, someone first has a stroke, first couple days, you know, the affected arm might be totally flaccid. And then over time, it starts to sort of tighten up and most commonly in a flexion position. It could be an extension, but again, the most common presentation is flexion. So those biceps start to kind of tighten up. So tone, what we're specifically referring to again, is like a hyperactive reflex. So these reflexes have kind of gone out of whack. The brain that would normally tell them to relax and chill out is no longer functioning correctly. And these reflexes have sort of taken over and they're being a little too active to, for what would be functional. So what we do, we want to elicit that response. We want to try to like cause it and then see how much that reflex really triggers. And then based on the response we get, that's what we score them on in the Ashworth scale. So For example, what we would do is we would probably lay somebody down or have them sit, you know, in a chair or something, and we would tell them to relax. Just try to relax this arm, relax this arm, relax this arm. And then if we're measuring the elbow, we would kind of grab their forearm and we would move that arm back and forth, telling them to relax, telling them to relax. We would bring it into full flexion and then we would snap, bring it into full extension. And that like snap, that kind of quick movement is important. 
So what we're measuring is what the arm does in response to this quick kind of high velocity movement. So it's supposed to be fast. So you move it really quickly from full flexion to full extension, and you just see what happens, and then you give them a score from this Ashworth scale. Um, you could, and then you can also do it the other way. Like you could, you would measure it also from extension to flexion. Um, again, we're just thinking about you know keeping it simple. So we're just thinking of flexion here, which is where we would move it from flexion to extension to see what the main flexor of that joint, the bicep, is doing, what its response to that sudden stretch is, and that's what tone is. So let's go through the scale. The thing that Ashworth taught us how to juggle, Ashworth's Guide to Juggling, is going to help us remember what the specific steps of this, Ashworth, Ash, of this Ashworth scale are. So the Ashworth scale goes from 0 to 4, 0 being low and 4 being high in tone. And uh, we'll, we'll just walk through them right now. So 0 is normal muscle tone. This means that there's no tonic response at all that moving it kind of slowly through this movement and moving it quickly through this movement, there's no noticeable difference. And uh, there's no, really no tonic response. So that would be like what, assuming you and I present typically, that would be exactly what you'd expect. You kind of tell somebody to relax, you move that arm back and forth, and then boom, you move it out really quick, and it just moves. There's just nice and easy, there's no resistance, there's no nothing. That's a zero on the scale. There's zero tone, we give them a zero. So then Ashworth's Guide to Juggling, remember. So for a one... Again, rule number one is to catch. So what that's helping us remember is that there's going to be a catch in the movement. So what we mean by that is you're moving it back and forth, you get them in full flexion, and you snap out to full extension. And right at the end of that movement, it catches, meaning that the that biceps gives you a sudden jolt of resistance. It kind of stops you suddenly. It jerks um you know, slows down quickly or stops, and then it will sort of relax for a second, and then very minimal resistance to get to the end of the range of motion. Again, this catch for a one happens right near the end of the range of motion, and then um, it's just got a tiny bit of resistance to get to the end of that range of motion. So again, you snap it out, it catches right towards the end, and then you can continue on to the end. So that's a one. Rule number one is to catch. A one on the Ashworth scale means that you felt a catch near the end of the range of motion. So a two on the Asher scale. Remember, two th juggling two things is easy. So this is where we would expect minimal resistance. There could be a catch, but we'd expect um, just like a little bit of resistance through most of the range of motion. So again, this catch with the number one happened right towards the end. Until then, we didn't really feel any resistance. A two is different in that this, this uh, resistance begins, whether it has a catch or not, there's just a little bit of resistance. You can still easily overpower the resistance. It's just, again, juggling two things is easy. You can easily move it through full range of motion, but uh, there was some resistance, just that, again, that like tiny bit of resistance through most of the range of motion. So before you reach that halfway point, you start to feel a little, a little resistance to you, but you're still able to overcome that and, and bring their arm into full extension fairly easily. That'd be a two. Juggling two things is easy. You can easily get to full range of motion, but there was some resistance. Juggling three things is hard. So a three on the Ashworth scale means that there's significant tone, and then this passive movement is challenging. So, and again, it doesn't mention here specifically how far you get, but that there is, there is some range of motion, and it's difficult. So you might not be able to get them to that full range of motion, but you are able to get, you know, some amount of motion out of it, and it's but it's very challenging. So this tone has gotten to the point where it's difficult for you and for them to be able to move this 
this arm in that in that motion. Juggling three things is hard. It is hard to do passive motion with someone uh, who's scoring a three on the Ashworth scale. And then juggling four things is impossible. A four on the scale, which is again the highest score you can give somebody, this is indicating the most tone, means that that movement is rigid in flexion or extension. So that's where, I mean, you're going to get just like a little bit of a wiggle, obviously. I don't think anybody can have so much tone that it's just like a rock, like it cannot be moved at all. But I mean, you're not going to get more than a few degrees of motion here. Like it is really, really tense. It is really solid. You probably won't even be able to get them to relax and move it back and forth. Um, But especially when you like, you know, kind of give it a jerk, it is not going to move at all hardly. So that's a four. Again, juggling four things is impossible. Four indicates that the joint is rigid in flexion or extension. So, and that's it. That's it. So let's review. So for the Ashworth scale, uh, zero is nothing. We don't notice anything. That's normal muscle tone. We snap it out into extension and nothing happens. One is slightly increased tone, but there's a catch near the end. Remember, the rule number one is to catch. There's this tiny little jerk of resistance, a catch near the end of a range of motion, then we can easily move it to the end of that range of motion. Juggling two things is easy. There's resistance through most of the motion, but it's still very easy for us to get to the end of that range of motion. So we notice some resistance, but boom, it's very easy to get all the way out there. Three, juggling three things is hard. There's significant tone. Passive movement is difficult, but possible. Um, But again, and there's no, you know, you might be able to get to end range of motion. It'll just probably take you more time to kind of work through all that resistance. Um, But even if you don't, that's still a three. Because again, juggling four things is impossible. That's where it is rigid inflection or extension. There's going to be a little bit of a wiggle, but really there's no significant functional movement of that joint when we're trying to test it. So that's a four. And that's it. So that's the Ashworth scale. Now, there's something called the modified Ashworth scale, which sounds like it's going to be a total pain, but actually the guys who modified it did us a solid. So they put something in in the middle of the scale because they wanted to give us one more way to sort of um, narrow in on on this tone. But what could have happened is, again, it goes 0, 1, 2, 3, 4. So you can imagine if they put a new step in the middle and they said like, well, this is between 1 and 2, so this is 2 now. Then the old two is now a three and the old three is now a four and the old four is now a five and then we'd have to remember a whole new thing and that would be a pain Um, and we'd have to know if we were talking about the modified asterisk scale or the asterisk scale but they didn't do that luckily so what they did do is they they made zero one one plus two three four so again as long as you're not talking about one plus whether you're talking about the Ashworth scale or the modified Ashworth scale, those scores are all the same. The modified Ashworth scale just gives you one more step in between one and two called one plus to be able to classify something as. So that's nice. Again, so most of the time when you're talking about the Ashworth scale or the modified Ashworth scale, it will not matter. But so modified Ashworth scale gives us this one plus. So what's that? Again, rule number one is to catch. A one indicates a catch at the end of the range of motion and a two juggling two things is easy, is that resistance through most of the range of motion that's still easy to overcome. It's kind of this minimal resistance. One plus indicates like a catch or this minimal resistance, but it's less than half of the motion. So again, we had this catch near the end of the motion for one. In a one plus, that catch can happen a little bit earlier, followed by this resistance that um, you can easily overcome to the end of the range of motion, but it's going to happen after that halfway point. 
So the difference between like one, one plus, and two is that one, we have this catch right near the end. One plus, we have that catch a little bit sooner and then that resistance till the end. And two, we could have a catch or not, but the main thing we're focusing on is just that there's that tiny bit of resistance and it's through most of the range of motion. It starts very early in that movement. And that's a two. So that's it. So one more time. <laughs> Let's go through the whole thing here one last time and then we're set. So zero is normal muscle tone, nothing going on. Rule number one is to catch. That means that there's a catch right at the end of that movement. One plus is there's a catch earlier, but not before the halfway point, and followed by that minimal resistance. Two, juggling two things is easy. Two is there's some resistance for almost the whole, more than half of that movement, but it can be easily overcome. It's kind of this minimal resistance. Juggling three things is hard. Passive move, movement, this testing, moving it through this motion is, is difficult, but possible. There's significant resistance, but moving that elbow into extension is possible to some degree. And you may not get to the end of the range of motion, but you can definitely get some movement out of it. And then four, juggling four things is impossible. It's rigid in that movement. So it's not going to move hardly at all. So that's the Ashworth scale and modified Ashworth scale. So if you can remember, Ashworth is a juggling clown. Clowns care a lot about tone because you don't want to be Heath Ledger. You don't want to be Joaquin Phoenix. You don't want to be Pennywise. You want to be a happy clown when you're going to a six-year-old's birthday. And then the guide to juggling. Rule number one is you got to catch if you're going to juggle. Juggling two things is easy. Juggling three things is hard. And juggling four things is impossible. And that is everything. <laughs> What are the odds you thought you'd be learning about clowns today? One last word to anybody who's rated and reviewed the podcast recently. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love reading your guys' comments. Um, they are so kind and very much appreciated. So thank you very much. Last word goes to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for the music. We love you, Kevin.